You have something to say about our four-year anniversary? I can't believe we're on four years. Jesus Christ. That's what I had uh, to say. About it. I thought I thought you were say something like Shelby. Shelby's barely four years old, or something like that. <laughs> I was hoping for Shelby. some traditional stuff. Well, you know, it's been a long time, man. This is why this is why it's, I'm glad you're here because you. What do you have to say about it? You're, it's not your four year, but you only joined like a month after, so it's basically. Oh yeah, yeah, really. Uh, I don't know, man. Like bonus barrel has gone gone through some times, just like cash changing formatting like from random nonsense topics to in-depth 100 lists of everybody like we've done so much it's been it's been a wild ride joined a community made real friends in the community yeah yeah random encounters with them when i was in halifax and stuff like that yeah too. man just nuts it's, it's fun you know but but the most the best thing about bonus through that the two best things to me about bonus barrel is that it, it introduced me to a fuck ton of games i never would have played and also i think it kept us together you know like with the moves and all that shit like it yeah people tend yeah. people tend to drift apart when uh they move it's harder to talk and and keep at it consistently but because of bb and our mutual love of playing games and shit we've all kind of Managed to stick it out, which is pretty awesome. Uh, to me, that's the best reason to keep doing bonus barrel. It, uh, you know, people don't need, shouldn't need excuses, but uh, people get wrapped up in their own shit, you know. But because we have a scheduled thing, it's easy to to keep at it and to keep to keep doing, keep talking and and sharing sharing our lives together, even though we were so far apart. And I think that's pretty sweet. Nice. Shelby might disagree because she hates friendship and happiness. And- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's so hot. She's hangry, so she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Shelby, what do you, what, what, what Shelby's anniversary is in May, right? It's on her birthday, I think. Yeah. Oh, July. That's July right. 11th. So you're, you're what, third year's second year? It's going to be third. Damn. Third year. So you joined us a year and a half after. That's, you've been around with the show longer than you haven't. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It feels it feels like Shelby's still new. Like no offense. Like no, it just no, it still it's it's still totally just feels like Shelby's like just like the fresh eyed person. Yeah, <laughs> but she's been around for as long as matter of fact, Sagey did like episode breakdowns and she I think she's close to, to what left amount of episodes? Oh, I I would imagine, yeah. At this point no. Maybe no, she's still quite behind. Seriously? Um, in terms of BB, there's no way. She's uh, she's done 85 episodes and Left's done like 140. No way, Left's done that many. Yeah. <laughs> You've only missed 40 some episodes. I cause I thought you let missed more for some reason. Left's been on 76 percent of the episodes. Oh damn, Left! Fuck, man, you did way more than I thought. <laughs> hey man, I've been around for a while. That's not even counting all the YouTube shit that we did. So yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's right. Yeah, awesome. All right. I love all you guys. I have to go. So long. See you guys. Well, once I figure out how to leave. There we go. Bye. Saging, we went out today on a game hunt. Yes, we did. And we picked up some things. Now, maybe not the most exciting things. We didn't get any Earthbounds or, or Evo Search for Eden, but we got no. some fun, fun little stuff. So, since I have a slightly bigger pile, uh-huh. I will go ahead and start. Yeah. The Donkey Kong Amiibo. Yep. One of the most common ones. That's okay, as I didn't have it. So, you know, you can play. You can scan your Amiibo into Smash Bros. Yep. And play with it. Like play your, with on it. your team, not as not it. as it as, <laughs> as some people have mistakenly believed. Yeah, some people. And since that's not a game, we won't count that one. So the other game I got for the 3DS is uh, Resident Evil Revelations, and the staff pick says the return of survival horror. Now I didn't know survival horror went anywhere, but it was gone, I guess, and now it's back on the 3DS. <laughs> so the other Silent Hill games that came out and uh, Revel- Resident Evil games and whatnot, they didn't happen. No. So now it's back. It stopped at one point. It's here now on the 3DS. I got it. Yes. And I'm looking forward to playing it. So, you know, uh, I played the demo of that, and it was pretty cool. So w- what is the name there? Recommended, Recommended by Joshua. Joshua. I so, think. Yeah, so we can take his word. Yeah, he seems like he knows a lot about games. He <laughs> often talks my ears, my ear off when I go in, but I like the guy. So Joshua from 
from Most, Most Wanted. Wanted. Strongly recommended. How many stars is on the cover of that sticker that I'm going to have to peel off later? Five. five. That's five stars. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's five stars five right stars. there. Joshua yeah. from Most Wanted. Thank you. Please don't lie to me. Yeah. If I think that's four stars, I'm going to have to take it back. So. All right. So it comes with and the booklet. With the manual, which is necessary, I think. Yes. You don't like, even though the manuals today aren't much of anything, because they're not. They're like a piece of paper and then two more pieces of paper in different languages that unfortunately I can't read. You're at an advantage because you can read the Spanish one, so you get twice the instruction booklet that I do. Oh, yeah. Twice the instruction. So it's not fair, but, you know, whatever. So, but even this, even so, I still want that paper. I don't want to have an empty case. When I open that case up, like if you open a Vita case, the best you can hope for is a advertisement, a one piece of paper advertisement. But I tell you, I still want it. I don't want to open a case up and have nothing. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff there. In, in Well, let, let's put things into context. Right. So Context. Most wanted, it's, it, what is it, like a thrift shop? It's right? a thrift shop. It's a thrift that shop. It has a large game collection. Yeah. And it's it's nicer inside than it looks outside. Barely. But it is. Barely. And they put some sticker on the cover. I hate that. I don't like this. They put the sticker on the cover and oh, well, the price okay, on the okay. back. Well, the, the, the price tag, that's one thing. But, uh, but this is a really nice touch. It's annoying. But it's a really it's, nice it's touch. It's nice, but, but see, if you take this and you open it up, you know, if you're capable of opening it, you put a, you put a piece of paper in, bam, you don't get an annoying... So you know what I have to do with this? Vinegar and olive oil or vegetable oil and water until I get that stupid sticker residue off. So thanks, Joshua. You just co you cost me 15, 20 minutes of work. <laughs> no, no, no. But okay. But I, I like the, the touch of putting a sticker that says staff picks. I do kind of like that. I'll give you that. Uh, a star rating system. <laughs> the name of the reviewer. Yeah, I mean, that's, th true. that's more than what you get for. for I mean, uh, if you go to a retail, retail store, you don't yeah. get any of that. Yeah. You know, you, get, you go to IGN or something, I guess. But yeah. if you're like me, you take your phone out. And then you're like, this game, what's what are people saying about this game? But imagine if you, if you go to the Target or whatever, and you get like a little review by the employees there, and then you might as well go and ask the guy. Like, yeah. we, we could go to most. Josh, what's and, up? Hey, Josh, <laughs> Tell what's me. up with this review, man? And here's the thing. I know him enough to know that he would talk to you for like 45 minutes uh -huh. about it. Okay. I don't know how much I would get out of it, but he would definitely talk a lot. And... Uh, but you're right. It's a little more personable, right? Yeah. Maybe it's a joke. Like maybe he's. It says the return of survival horror. Maybe he's talking about the return of of they return it to the store or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. think it's a, the sad part is. I don't think it's. I don't. Uh, it's just funny to me. Return of survival horror. It's, mm -hmm. It didn't go anywhere. It's still there. I guess it, it's like a hyperbole, but okay. You know, I feel like it's it's opening itself up for me to make fun of it. But at the same time, I'm I'm still happy I got it. So you know. It was on the wall. I didn't have to search for that. It was right there on the wall. It's a staff pick. Okay, so, so if I had to say something, I, I'm not familiar with the Resident Evil uh, series. Okay. But it looks it like a future. It looks like a <laughs> legit game. It is a legit game. Um, Demo yeah. is pretty fun. So some context here. Nintendo DS did not have strong 3D capabilities. It was there, but it was pretty like PS1-ish, if that. Mm -hmm. Now, this comes out right fresh a few months after the launch of the uh, 3DS. And this game has graphic capabilities of, say, a Wii game. A little bit less. A little mm -hmm. bit better, but it's better in a way because it went smaller. So this game is the first handheld, for one of the first games on the, on the Nintendo system where it's like, this looks good, you know, this looks a little less kiddy. It's a mature game. I don't know if it's rated mature. Yeah, it's rated mature. Again, not something Nintendo... Nintendo has games like that, but its reputation is it doesn't. Mm -hmm. There's not as many. But, you know, it's, it's there, and Resident Evil is a solid series. And from what I understand, this is more of a sequel to 4 than 5 and 6 were in terms of gameplay. And I'm not a, a, an expert in Resident Evil either, but... Okay, so you got this for $19.99. It's $30 brand new in the store I saw it at eBay. Or maybe used at eBay. All right. But 10 bucks cheaper. Okay. And it's in good condition. So what do you show me one of your games? What do you got? What do you got over there? So I pick, got you only pick one. I got a Geno game, so I got <laughs> Metroid Other M, which I've heard it's terrible. That's Geno Games Games Babu, right? Well <laughs> as far as I I can read says game, which is definitely yep. games. Yeah, it's a, a logo. Geno Games is in, in, in English, right? So in, in Roman alphabet. And yep. then underneath it has Japanese characters. That I because there's katakana, I know how to read the first. Word good, just game yeah, better than me already. Game, yep. But then he says, 
I think that that it says Bobu, <laughs> right? So it, it, it translates to games. Gino games games Bobu games Bobu. <laughs> yeah. Now Gino, we asked him about it, and he doesn't know where what it means. Yeah. So right now, the the most qualified person to say what it means is you. It and of everybody so. who we've talked to who's seen this, Marshall, me, you, and Gino, mm-hmm. you are the most qualified. So currently, it is Gino Games Games Babu. Yes. Which I like a lot. I think it's good. <laughs> okay, so I haven't played any of the Metroid games. None of them? Sadly. Not even the first one? No, not even the first one. Uh, no, I'm no expert I've in tried. Metroid. I've tried. Okay. But I've, I tried playing Super Metroid because I've heard it's, it is so good. I heard the same. But I've tried a little bit of it. I played like an hour of it, and I got lost, and I just... Didn't continue. Yeah. Um, anyway, I know there's a series called Metroid Prime. Mm-hmm. First person. Which a friend of us, Marshall, yep. loves. He loves every Metroid game. He does. But then, I've heard, I've heard that this Metroid Other M game is like really, really terrible. But oddly It's enough, not as critically received as Other I mean, terrible might be pushing it. Like, uh, how many first-party Nintendo games... I guess it's not really first-party. It's like second-party, right? Yeah. Nintendo got retro, I think, to do this. And they're not... Owned by Nintendo. No, I think this one was made by the guys who or Team Ninja. Do, yes, Team Ninja. Team Ninja, Ninja Retro, I'm sorry. They made Ninja Gaiden. Yes. Right. Okay. So I've heard this is this is bad or not as good as the Metroid series. That's right? what they. they but yeah. a friend of ours, Marshall, mm-hmm. he seems to love this game. He does. But he loves very odd games or or, or games that I I'm not I do not gravitate towards. A little more context with that is Marshall even said when when handing you this game he made a point to say. Don't let this spoil you from other Metroid games. Other, <laughs> so Met- he other knows. Metroid Prime so games. So he knows the truth. So he knows that there's a chance. But but I wouldn't... I, I haven't played it yet. And I want to. I have it. I now have all three Metroid mm-hmm. Prime games, as you will see later. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing both of them. Mm-hmm. But that's a different experience, to use the word that everybody in the game industry likes to use at E3 experience. It's different than, than Prime. So yeah, definitely don't want to... So I got this for ten ninety nine. It's a good price. I think it's a good price, and the game is in really good shape. So is the case, even though that one little marking that you found. Yeah, the case is in really good shape. It's it's heavy because the the, the booklet is huge. It's pretty. It's, it's rare that you see that nowadays. It's in color. It even has the inserts in there, right? Yeah. The Nintendo, like maybe maybe you have the code on there. Is it on there? Ah, oh, dang! It's just advertising. No, there's no coding That's here. Too bad. But I got uh, some advertisement. People if, like that stuff. If now. you like Metroid Other M. <laughs> Check out these other great games. What do we got? Samurai Warriors. Yeah. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Awesome game. Sin and Punishment. Star Successor. Star Successor. That game is great, and one day, if you don't get it, I have to, we have to do a show on that, because no. it's awesome. Would you say that if if I like this game, I would like this game? I haven't played it. Okay. But Mario we'll, we'll and have... Sin and Punishment couldn't be any more different. They're not even comparable. They're not, Other than the fact they're on the same platform, they are nothing alike. Uh-huh. Uh, Sin and Punishment is basically an on-rail shooter, th- uh, 3D perspe- uh, third-person perspective. Uh, it's like Space Harrier, which I showed you earlier. It's an awesome, great game. But it, but Mario Mario World Galaxy Two is is a is a what a platforming adventure game. They're not even remotely the same. So I will I, I intend to play it. And one of the things that Marshall also said was that. There's a lot of cutscenes in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like cutscenes in games. More, oh, really? See, I love that. I live for the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're, they're. That's what makes the game. Now, this is coming from the same person who loves Mario games, which I don't really want a lot of cutscenes in. But when I'm playing a story-heavy game, cutscenes are what bridges the gap from a movie to a game. The best of both worlds to me. Like when I was playing Final Fantasy VII as a kid, it, the cutscenes were that weren't that numerous. But when I got to them, I was excited and pumped. So I, I, I don't know I don't know anything about how many cutscenes are, but I like cutscenes. So it's hard for me to uh, I don't know I, it's, we, we differ. That's where we become the, different. The, the reason I don't like them is because I think games is a sort of, of, of media that has all the elements from past media. You mm-hmm. know, it has you have your audio, you have your visuals. Yeah. Um, you have movement and animation, mm-hmm. but also you have interaction. But when you go into a cutscene in a game, you remove the interaction, so you go into a different medium completely. So even though it can be part of the experience or, or, or the story or whatever, it, it just seems to me like a lazy way of doing it. Of, because the other media, um, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, movies, let's, let's call yep. it like that, 
um, it's so well known and all the standards and all the conventions are already there for you to experiment with. And the fact that you as a game developer cannot integrate interaction into your storytelling seems to me like it was an easier way to, to solve a problem that you have during game development. I don't know. I feel like it brings the cinema quality to the game that you don't get from just the gameplay alone. Like, like um, you're, okay, Kid Icarus Uprising, the game that you were considering buying, mm -hmm. That's per that game will be perfect for you because they made a point, all the story and stuff is told while you're playing. So you have uh, Pit bantering with, with Palatina mm -hmm. and the bad guys and stuff. When they're fighting, you'll, you'll have talking heads in different parts of the screen. So the story is going on as the action is going on, which I like too, don't get me wrong. But I guess I like... The, the, the camera angles and, and the stuff you get from film. I like that in games too. But I like the gameplay as well. I, I guess there's not really... I don't have a thing against it. I love it. But I also like the alternatives too. But you, you're just against cutscenes. You want to ban cutscenes from every game. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but I do appreciate when, when the game developers are successful in telling a story and not removing the interaction part of the experience. Let's say a game like Portal. Right. Okay, I've never played it. So Portal is amazing. That's and it tells you a complete story and it never removes interaction from the formula, right? Right. Um, Half-Life 2, that's another example of both games by Valve. But yeah, so that's my point about cutscenes. I enjoy them once in a while. It's just that when a game relies too heavily on cutscenes to tell you a story, yeah. I have a problem with that. What I mean is I don't, I'm not opposed to them. I just rather not have them. <laughs> okay. So if, if possible, if they're there, I'll. I'll if the game's good, if the game's you, good, you good. can get through the cutscenes as you know yeah. you live. So yeah. if you have the option to skip cutscenes, will you skip them, or you stay for the story? I will stay for the story okay. because it's part of that game. I agree. You know, I, I. But again, from my perspective, I like them. Yeah, I like, and sometimes I like the break from the game. Gameplay, okay. like I like. Not to say that even if I love the gameplay, sometimes it's nice, like. To, to like, okay, I just had a hard boss fight, for example. Mm -hmm. I get to breathe for a minute, watch some story. Let it tell me the story, and I don't have to worry for a few minutes after, mm -hmm. say, a sixty-minute battle or a stage. I just get to relax, have my breather, mm -hmm. which sounds ridiculous, but I'd rather watch a video than hit the pause button and leave the room. I think I understand what what, what you're saying, but uh, still, I don't I don't like games that rely too heavily on cutscenes. Or if you if it's a crutch, I get you. It's kind of like people games that rely too much on quick time events. Mm -hmm. I like quick time events here and there. But when you have a game that relies on them, then that's like lazy. You could just have the level designed to be more, excuse me, interesting, right? Mm -hmm. So, so try to not get too much on a tangent of quick time events. Do you have a similar opinion on those, or are you pro quick time, anti quick time? What do you mean by quick time? Okay, so while it's, the character's doing something cinematic, mm -hmm. fighting an enemy, jumping around, the, the bad guy swiping at them, and you're pressing X when it flashes up, or yeah. when it flies up. Okay, I understand. Uh, half of the great, <laughs> I don't know how critically great it is, but half of the very great game, Astro's Wrath, which is something worth talking about in the future, and I can lend you, is half that game's quick time. But it's, and that, a lot of it's cutscenes too, so maybe it's not for you. But the game's fun. But that's that's a lot of that game is about the story. It's 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 like Dragon Ball Z on steroids. The game is crazy, over the top. Art style is amazing. Very unique. It's a Capcom game. But all it really is is a, a series of, of like... You get cutscene, uh, you get some quick time, and then you fight the, a boss for like the rest of the stage. There's not much roaming around or anything like that. This, this, this just great, might be a personal preference, but I don't like when I'm playing a game and I have to wait for stuff. And usually when cutscenes come, you have to you see... You are waiting, yeah. I mean, You're going to see a loading screen somewhere or... Well, like a good game. Well, well, that was one of the things about Final Fantasy VII is the reason they put in the full motion video scenes, and I may be a little off in some of the details, but one of the reasons they put them in is because the loading scenes are going to be long. They put these videos in and play over them, and it helps load parts of the game while you're watching these. Yeah, that's clever. Back when it was more limited, because you think the PlayStation 1 would have had a lot more loading. I mean, we could have a whole episode about loading times on games, because Chrono Trigger has some infamy for the PlayStation port which is the one I happened to play first, and the loading times are brutal on that. All right. All right, so this is not a game, so I'm going to go I'm gonna go twice. This is the Super Mario Galaxy official soundtrack, uh, Banda Sonoro Official for you, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, by, <laughs> it's by the Mario Galaxy Orchestra. 
I don't know what it came with. Did it come with the game? I don't know anything about this. I don't even need it because I listen to my music digitally. But I just feel like this is going to be a cool thing for the collection. I think, I think this, awesome. was, this was exclusive to uh, Club Nintendo. Oh, well, how is this so uh, cheap, though? Like, the thing was five bucks. How can I say no to a disc full of music that I can download for five bucks? I'm not really sure. It doesn't say, but we will Google it. It has 28 tracks on it. That's pretty good for a CD. Yeah, it is exclusive to Club Nintendo members. All right. All right. Next up, a game. Starfy. The legendary Starfy. This was on my uh, list of games I wanted. I have a, a wish list of about 200 games that I, that I want to keep in mind to, to be able to look for. Saw it in a hidden gem video, probably from Metal Jesus. I really don't remember. Ah, comes with the book, which is always a bonus. Color. I miss manuals, and it's nice to see games with manuals, color mm -hmm. ones. So it's a platforming game, and that's about all I know about it. And who is it developed by? I don't see it. Let's Google it, let's too. Let, let's let Sagey Google it. I should be on here. I'm just like missing it because I'm not smart, I guess. Tose. Yeah, developed by Tose. Tose? Tose? Yeah. What have they done? So they've done... They've been around for a while, this Tose. Nintendo's Game & Watch Gallery Series. Okay. Mario's Dragon Ball game. I love Dragon Ball. That's already a win for me. Not for the majority of people, but for me it's a win. Okay. Here we go. Jeez, they've, that's a lot of games. They've been... Dragon Ball. They just rebooted in. There we go. Okay, so is this a first so, yeah, party or second party game? This is a must. Well, it must be second. They're not owned by Nintendo. Well, right, right. So it'd be published a, by Nintendo. Yeah, it's published by Nintendo, developed by non-Nintendo studio. So it should be a secondary party, right? Yeah, second party. We don't know. We didn't do any research in Tose, so never. We're not prepared. Never heard about this game. I have heard about it. I've never played it. It's just been one game I thought about that I want to play. Cherokee's three ninety nine for it. That seems really cheap for so, a complete game. This is one of those games that look like really, really cheap. I think it looks no. I, like, I think it looks fun. This kind of been. <laughs> it looks. Kind of I guess so, but it just it doesn't seem generic enough to me. It looks colorful and happy, mm -hmm. and it makes me think of like '90s mascots in a good way. But you see, when I see <laughs> the game previews here, mm -hmm. the art style is much better. I mean, the game looks much much better than the yeah. actual cover. Yeah, so the cover is not it, so overtly done. It's kind of all over the place. The cover. Now, if we were doing an actual episode, this would be overlaid on top of us. And people could see the cover while we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. So that's that's editing. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think the cover is ugly. I don't hate. I like the colors. I agree. The composition could be more dynamic. Like also the character, it's a it star, is. right? So it's not. But I mean, Kirby's a circle. I mean, he still looks great. But she, it, it, it is a nice, uh, nice find. You no, know, so you know what we gotta do. We're gonna have to play the game someday. Says Nintendo. And you know, talk about it. Nintendo has never put his name on a bad game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, w w when we talk about bad games, mm -hmm. right, in general, there's bad games and Nintendo bad games, right? So Nintendo if, bad games if are you still say, decent games. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So in, a, a bad Nintendo game, yeah. it's a, at most, or at, at the worst, a mediocre game. That's true. Would you agree? I would agree with that. I mean, there's yeah. got to be some... What makes a really bad game is a game that's unplayable because the, the playing is bad, or the design is bad, or, or the controls are awful. Even a bland game might still play well. Then they're just boring. But a bad game, I think, is a game that you fail at because of something that's not your control. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll take I'll take it. So, I have a question for you. Let's hear. It. Would you rather play a game that has a a ten percent rating? Okay. Or a game that has a forty five percent rating? Ooh, that's tough because a ten percent implies that it's so bad that it's interesting. Mm -hmm. A 45% game implies that it's bland and mediocre, and therefore you get nothing from it. You uh -huh. might get entertainment from an awful game, mm -hmm. but all you're going to get from a from a quote-unquote mediocre game is nothing, a waste of time. Uh -huh. But there's exceptions to that. I've played Dragon Ball Z games, and I'm a Dragon Ball Z fanboy, that have been rated 5, 5.5, 5, mm -hmm. and I love them. Because sometimes, I mean, to be, to be fair, ratings are flawed anyways, I think. Yes, they are. But there's, there's something to be said about majority. If the majority, if you see like something like the Metacritic, which I'm not a fan of, to be honest with you, but if you see a Metacritic and it's somewhere between the 60s and 70s, it's probably it's probably something that you might rate that like that. But it, first of all, game ratings, it's going to be highly biased on the other person. And you also can't forget that the, that the big sites that do ratings are going to influence people. You can't, unless you go out of blind, you can't help be influenced, even if it's subconsciously by other people. So if you hear someone like 
poo-pooing on Mass Effect 3 so much, you might go into that game thinking it's bad, when in fact it's it's a, it's a fine game. But that's just an example. It, it just has no meaning. I just took, took a random game. Or let's say something a little less known. You see something, <laughs> Legend of Starfee. Let's pretend it is, this is rated, I don't even know where my point was anymore. Rated a three. Uh, it could still be fun. Let's Google that, it. What that, that was going for? I don't really don't remember. I got off on a tangent. We're going to Google. I think it sounds fun. But, oh, yeah. No, I remember my point. So, Legend of Starfee in 75. In Metacritic has a, has a very, very... I almost want to go by user scores good more score. than Metascore. I, I, okay, so my point originally before I, I, I got lost for a second was that if, if, if something has an already established score and everybody's talking about it and saying, oh, this is just a five, this is a five, you're going to go in there with a preconceived notion that it's a five. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't like number scores. But at the same time, I like number scores for convenience. I look at that 75, and because I'm programmed to look at that 75 in the green as, oh, this is going to be a great game. I might even hate it. But, you know, I see that 75, and I think, oh, good. I, got, I just made a good purchase. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of stupid to go by that because it doesn't mean anything. I mean, and like I said before, people are influenced by other people. Well, yeah, but there's so many games. That's in that, that yeah, and like it's, it's useful. And to contradict, at the very least, it's true. And to contradict myself again, familiar is the majority likely is it is if enough people. If you have a, a what's it what's it called like a sample size of a hundred people, mm -hmm. and that hundred let's say the Metascore has reviewed by hundred sites, and it has a seventy five, chances are likely that that's probably fairly average. It probably is a 75. Yeah, I guess I guess we agree that meta scores are okay. I think that's the the final. I don't know. I, I find them it's handy. Useful. I find handy. them handy. But okay, I guess I guess my point is I won't necessarily let it turn me off from trying a game. If I see something with a 3 or 4 and I have it, maybe I'll try it. Or or if it's a licensed game and I don't play many of them, but if it's a Dragon Ball Z game and it's rated a 3 or 4, I'm probably mm -hmm. going to play it anyways. What I would say is that if if you if you have, let, let's say, Legend of Starfy <laughs> yeah. and Resident Evil okay. Revelations. What, what Google, yeah. Okay. So okay. Starfy, Starfy is a 75. User rating of 8.4. Resident Evil Revelations is a, about to, we're about to find out. And we, and, you know, we can agree in, in advance that this game is probably technically, at least uh, budget-wise, better than Starfy. 77. 77. Beat Starfy up by 2. Yes. User score, however, is a six point nine, but Starfy's is an eight point four. Mm -hmm. I, I almost want to take more stock in the user score because that's if, the average person. If you were to give me the choice of playing this game or this game, I would go for for Starfy. I think I would almost go for Starfy for convenience because I think it'd be a shorter game, and I have like a thousand games I want to play. But Resident Evil, I have played the demo of Resident Evil, and I like survival horrors, and I know that that game is actually a polished good game. So I can't make a, a, a decision like you. You have no preconceived notions of either game. No. Nope. But I do of, of Well, I have of that. a little bit of, of... So when I see a cover like this one, I think it looks which cool. looks like... It looks generic to me. It is a little generic. It looks like... It, but it's, it's, it fits, though. It's black and gray and... I don't know. It's just... I think if the eye was a little brighter, it would draw, boring. It would draw your eye a bit more. It I don't know. Good. If I had to imagine the game experience of this, and I'm probably wrong. I feel like it's going to be a really paused kind of experience. I, it's going to be a game that I cannot just play in 15 minutes. And no, then, definitely and then, not. And then pause it and right. return to it. Whether I Starfy think totally Starfy, yeah, I'm going to, yeah. I'll play it for 15 minutes or less, mm -hmm. and I'll get a really good notion of what this game yeah, will offer me. Yeah, because this game will have your, your bane, cutscenes. You're going to open this game up, and you're going to be like, I'm Sage, you don't like cutscenes. Starfy, you open that up, and you're like level 2-2 by the time that cutscenes finished yes but some people like cutscenes like me uh -huh. and I might sit there enjoying it and, I, and then suddenly by the end of that cutscene I'm invested in the game but that is not the only reason you see okay so you give me th these two games right yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna lean towards Starfy right but I'm not really sure about it so I'll go Good. here and even though Resident Evil has a 77 in, in Metacritic yeah. I'll take into consideration that 6.9 user, user score it's important like why is people complain about this game and then I go to Starfy and I see that people score this game even higher than, the, than the critics and then I, I, I go like okay, okay that seemed to prove my preconceived notion but to give you a counterpoint games with high profiles such as Resident Evil yeah. and Mass Effect especially Mass Effect because mm -hmm. that's a, a recent a, a recent situation where people were butthurt and they went on people who the game wasn't even out and they're giving it ones and threes out of ten uh -huh. because of the hype and, and anti-hype I suppose 
Resident Evil is a big series with a lot of fans. You're going to get more bias out of a game that's well-known, a series that's well-established, than you are a Starfield. So that 6.9 might not be as uh, as uh, unbiased as Starfield, who, who no one's... There's no, like, hype or... or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no uh, drama around Starfield, the legendary Starfield. No one's heard of him, except me and you right now. That's a fair point. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we got to let Starfield go sometime. And yeah. talk about it. You know, I, I, I just I just had a moment of revelation. You know what, what would be a, a, a good name for this series? Revelations. Games Babu. I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. Games let, let, Babu. Yeah, Games Babu. We'll table that. Yeah. I'm not against no, it. No, no, it's no. kind of hilarious. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, again, because my stack is, is yeah, just richer go, and yeah. thicker than yours, <laughs> go ahead. we're going to go ahead and pick. Silent Hill Origins, purchased mm -hmm. for $7. Another series I haven't played. I have not played many, but I like them. I've played Silent Hill 2. Mm -hmm. and this is for the PSP, right? PSP. I've played this game back in my dark days of piracy. You used to uh -huh. sail the ships yeah. and download games. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was poor back then. Doesn't excuse it. We've talked about this. But yes. I did. So we, all, we also agreed it's not completely evil. There's a discussion to be had. Not right now, but there's a discussion to be had about, about them. Anyways, so... I played this game. It's pretty good. For I didn't beat it, but I played it. Now, back then, I have a harder time finishing games. I don't feel attachments to physically. So that's a reason why I don't like downloading games. That aside, the game is good. So I know, I know I'm not going in blind. This comes in good condition. has the manual. Yes. It has a sticker in the back, which is annoying. But the rest of the case is pretty good. $7 is a pretty good deal, I think, for mm -hmm. a quality game. Yes, it is. Silent Hill. And Seven is, bucks? If the, yeah, seven bucks. If this were no number, review, no review, it's not a staff pick. It was actually it's kind not, of hidden away. It's not a staff in a pick. case. I had to go searching for it. Now I don't know anything about the Silent Hill series, Sorry, but it says Silent Hill Origins. So is this like a prequel? Yes, I believe it's a prequel. Now, granted, I'm no expert in Silent Hill. Mm -hmm. um, since we're doing this off the cuff with no research, mm -hmm. I can only guess from the title that is a prequel, and I'm fairly certain. Actually, this game takes place during or parallel. Or right before the first game. I know that because I read about it or watched a video about it recently. So, different characters from the first game. It's not, it's not those characters. But it takes place around that time. And it's the same gameplay as the main series. Uh, third person, survival horror. I can't remember if they have tank control or not. I don't think so. You know, you're in this weird town, a Silent Hill. Uh, and then it changes. And you become in the hellish world of Silent Hill. It's a very fun series. and It's stuff I definitely think we should tackle. Especially since you haven't played any, and I have barely played any. Mm -hmm. Silent Hill 2 is a great game, and that's the only one I've ever beat. I beat it 12 years ago, I think. And I played it because I liked the girl. Not in the game, I liked a girl who wanted to play the game, but she didn't want to play the scary parts. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll come over and play with you. Didn't work out. We never got to do it. That's okay. I still enjoyed the game. It was a fun time. <laughs> it was okay. a fun time. So before we move on to yours, let's pick... Let's... let's 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 take this one because we were just I should have led with this one but I forgot there. Metroid Prime, the actual Metroid Prime, not other M. Now this is the first one. And to give you a little bit of context because again I know you like that. Yes. This I came out the context. When I was in college first time, we'll call it first college. Um, so that was around 2003. And uh, this is a big deal because this was done by an, a non first party Nintendo studio. Mm -hmm. Retro Studios. Yep. And was it Retro or Team Ninja? This is Retro. This is Retro, okay. So this is a first-person game. Now, traditionally, up until that point, every Metroid game was a, a side-scrolling. Actually, a Metroid unto itself, Metroidvania, as those yeah. are properly known as Metroid now. was its own yeah. kind of genre. But it's still a side-scrolling game. You're in this huge labyrinth. So this was a big deal because it was fully 3D and it was a first-person game, which people thought beforehand, there's no way this could work. This is going to be terrible. Nintendo's not doing it directly. But then it came out, and people loved it. It was critically received. I've only played a little bit of it. I've watched people play it. It looks great. I think even even now it looks great. And I didn't even notice that there is this this one with an extra demo disc. The I didn't know that there even was one. This one comes with a, a bonus demo of the second game. So this must have been like a third printing of the game because mm -hmm. it's the player's choice. So, this so is that's like what third. I noticed. I noticed that it's so in in the the cover says Metroid Prime. Mm -hmm. And then it says Metroid Prime Echoes bonus disc. Yeah. Is Echoes the, the second, second one. in the series? Yeah, uh, which I do have. I actually bought three, then two, then one. 
But I haven't played any of those. Okay, so it says bonus. That, mean, that means that it's like a demo? Yeah. Okay. So this is so a third printing. Or at least a second printing. Uh -huh. Possibly third. Probably third. And it comes with a booklet. Oh, and an insert. An insert. Oh, that's exciting. 20 years from now, I'm going to be looking at this insert, remembering the good old days of the 2000s. I guess I could do that now, considering yes. we're in the 2014. We can. Yes, we can. Hmm. So this. Play, is, oh, look this. This is interesting. Play the original Metroid on your Nintendo GameCube. Link with Metroid Fusion to play NES Metroid on your Nintendo GameCube. That's there you go. And you you have one of those link cables. I right? do have one of those link cables, and I no, but I don't have that game. I don't have uh, Metroid Fusion. Fusion. Yeah, oh. which I hear is a great game and a must-have actually. Well, we, we have to get that on on our next hunt. We do have to look for it. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's super rare, but it's not cheap either. All right, so so let's that's Metroid Prime, that's for, Metroid Prime. For, for the GameCube. Yep, GameCube is a pretty good console. It is, but the library is, is strangely like when you go to a, a used game store or or a thrift store in our case, or even Geno Game Geno Games Games Babu, they don't have a big selection of of game like they do have a lot of GameCube games, but they're all like these licensed crappy looking games. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I bought most of the ones that they have that were decent, but. I feel like there's a lot of great games in the GameCube, but I can't immediately think of them. It was a weird system. Because it was alongside the PlayStation 2. And when you think of the PlayStation 2, which I know you don't have a lot of experience with, but the library is massive. It's full of classics. Every genre, especially RPGs, is covered. The only thing it might be a little hurting on is platforms, but even then they had Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Dexter, excuse me, other games like that. So the the... the as much they didn't have, they didn't have Mario and Zelda, so that's that is notable. But the PlayStation 2's library was one of the best libraries ever, honestly. And I'm a Nintendo guy mostly. I love Sony, but most if I had to pick, you know, pick Nintendo. But I, I would be lying if I had to say like the the PS2 library wasn't better. Mm -hmm. I think the GameCube was technically a better system in terms of performance. I'm not, don't quote me on that because I didn't look it up. But I think it was agreed it's a little more powerful, but. I like the library of the GameCube, but it's smaller. You don't have as many options. If, if you like JRPGs in America, you're boned because there's not that many. Mm -hmm. Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, uh, Bat and Kaidos, uh, The Skies of Arcadia Port. You know, there are some, but but then you think about the PS2 and you can already pick three Final Fantasies, Rogue Galaxy. Uh, I'm drawing blanks, but there's a bunch of them. I'll take my word for it. <laughs> but, you know, Kingdom Hearts and... And uh, Shadow Hearts and Dark Cloud. You can, there really is a lot. And, you know, Steam Bot Chronicles. I can go on. I probably could go on. Mm -hmm. So, to answer your earlier question, yeah, the GameCube has a good library, but it seems difficult to find a lot of classic games. I feel like the print runs must must have been lower because it's harder to find. It's hard to find. Good games. For the, like when you go to those types of stores. Now, we don't have a lot of game stores. We have a small game store and two thrift shops. Mm -hmm. That's our extent of game hunting. And it's Canada, so half the year, there's not any yard sales or anything. You can't go hunting games there. There's not like a downtown flea market. So, unfortunately, there probably is a lot of great GameCube games, and I can't name many off the top of my head, but I never see it. I see Scooby-Doo and, you know, going going <laughs> Quackers <laughs> and, and so many Dragon Ball games. Uh -huh. All right, what do you got? You're going to do two at once? Yes. All right. I, ha I have to because they're both part of the same it's series. It's true. You can't really... Yeah. Give that, me give you another one, and then you surprise us with number two. What do you got, Sadie? So, I kind of skipped the previous generation. What, when the Wii get generation? Yeah. Okay. Which some people wouldn't consider the Wii a seventh generation. It's seventh generation. It's generation. You, you can complain about its specs or how it stacks up to the PS3, because it's not technically mm -hmm. as powerful. But it's in that generation. The game It's made in that generation. The games come with it. It's mm -hmm. parallel to those other systems. That It is the seventh generation. Yeah. The Wii U is the eighth generation. Whether people like it or not. So I had a, yeah. a, a GameCube. Then I stopped gaming during that generation because I, I went to university and mm -hmm. I was no money for, for games, right? Mm -hmm. So I skipped the Wii generation and, and I recently came back to console gaming with the Wii U. Okay. This is a generation console. Still, I was kind of listening what was going on in console gaming. So when the Wii was released back in 2006, I was listening to a lot of good things about this Wii console. Yeah, it was it was quite the surprising hit because I don't think I had a lot of hype, a lot of positive hype when it was first announced. The Correct, Nintendo Revolution, as mm -hmm. it was called. And and one of those games that was really hyped was the launch title, right? Red Steel. Mm. Red Steel. Ubisoft. 
I love Ubisoft. And I think in those times, like Ubisoft was one of the of the publishers that was backing up the Yes, the they Wii. were they were. Like and they still the were left. a little bit in Wii U. Correct. So Red Steel, this is not a stuff pick or anything. No, no, no review. Nothing special about it, unfortunately. Uh, but five bucks. <laughs> That's a good. How can you say no to five dollars to a game? I know. I, I have it. And the game is in fairly good I've shape. I've seen way worse from there. Booklet. Yep. Color. And black not, and white. No, no, not color. The cover. Just, is just color. the cover is color, but the rest is. Black is it and all white. in English? In this book. This is all English. So you, the French get the uh, black and white color. Which is a little funny because it comes from a French developer. Yet they give themselves the inferior black and white color, color well, black and white version. And there you go. That's, that shows anyway, uh, some some humbleness on their behalf. You know? Two booklets. Yep. So, not too shabby. That's no, it's not. And and the game would it be looks the, in great condition from the top. Yeah, it does. Flip that sucker over. What's it look like uh, on the other side? So I got this game. Yep. Because you guys said. Red Steel 2 was it's great. Where it's at. That's what they say. Right. Motion Control Plus, I believe. Uh -huh. that. Yes. Sword that Control is... It says here. Perfect. Backs uh -huh. me up. So I, I really only got Red Steel because I know it was one of those you launch titles. To, right? And because you guys said that Red Steel 2 is great. That's right. But I thought, I'm not going to play Red Steel 2 without playing Red Steel. You kind of want to at least try Red Steel 1. Yes. You know, if you can't get through it, then you try Red Steel 2. Mm -hmm. And then you have at least some idea of things mm -hmm. but you never know like the game didn't come out to like booze and groans it came out to like it's not as good as it could be the circle control is fun but you know not great the first one yeah or both the first one mm -hmm. the second one comes out better style it's cell shaded I think yeah and the motion control the sword control is much much better and so there, there, it was definitely more positively received than the other ones so just looking at the covers I like some things about the red steel of the first one mm -hmm. more than the cover of the second one. The first one's more stylized. You get yes, a graphical it presentation. Yes, it it's, it's bold, I guess you could say, to use uh, one of those terms. But then you flip the cases. Yep. That's better. And it, the, 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 the right, red right. steel sec, uh, 2, it's much, much, much better. So you need to, to chuck the first game. Take the cover of the second or the first game. Put it in the cover of the first uh, of the second game. So first, the second ditch the CD, keep that back, and then you have your, your ideal Red Steel 2 experience. Probably. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, I don't know much about these games. I don't. I can't uh, help you too much. I haven't played them. But I, I got have. them. I got them. Yep. One for five bucks, the first one, and the other one for ten bucks. I've read it. So, if the price... was good. If the price is any indication of the quality of this game, this should be at least double. It should be double. No, the, that's the definitely not the case, because there's a lot of crappy games worth a lot of money. Uh -huh. But by that logic, you are correct. Okay. So I guess it's all on me now to carry the rest of the game talk. Yes. Because I am less responsible than you and more willing to spend lots of money. Irresponsibly. So we got Shadows of the Damned, done by Suda51, which I believe was No More Heroes. Four. Uh, PlayStation 3. PlayStation sorry. 3. Yep. Shadows of the Damned, PlayStation 3, done by Suda51. Uh, I know nothing of this game. Marshall recommended it to me. He looked excited when I pulled it off the shelf. Mm -hmm. He said that... We both played The Evil Within this year for the PS4, and he said it was something similar to that. I, I don't know much about it. I don't. Really, I can't. What can I say about it? Suda Fifty One is a, a studio that does weird games. Uh, no More Heroes is pretty pretty fun, and I'm fairly certain that they uh, did work on No More Heroes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else they've done, but I know that they've done more than that. So this is this is this is uh, new to me. Comes with uh, the instructions. Hey, there's this a is a note. There's a note there. This this there is a ten dollar charge for any unreturned instruction booklets. So thanks to this note, I have the game complete. It's this note that makes this game go from CB to CIB. Whoa, whoa, Wait, whoa, what is that? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I just said complete box as opposed to complete inbox. So this goes from inbox to complete inbox. Okay. It puts the C in the CIB. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So thanks to this warning, I have a full game. But but who would who would do that? What what rental studio? Why is it not tagged on the front of the uh, uh, in the rest of the case? There is a ten dollar charge for any unreturned instruction booklet. So that means that you could rent this. It just means the, if you booklet? rented you rent that game with the instructions inside. Uh huh. You don't return it. But who 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 rents people the games with the booklets? Well, every well they used to include the instructions with all games. Remember back when you needed the instruction for games and how frustrating it would be when you run a game and there's no instructions? But this is PS3. I know, but still. 
You're right, but they're just carrying that tradition so over. So what is so <laughs> vital in this booklet? I don't know. It seems like there's a controls. Yeah, that's important. You gotta know your controls. I'm willing to bet there's a tutorial in the It says the that game. the game has a heads-up display. There's a Johnsonpedia. Johnson P. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's a section here that's called Johnsonpedia. I'm assuming the character is Johnson, perhaps? To visit the Johnsonpedia, access the pause menu and select Johnsonspedia. It says, Garcia Hotspur, which is definitely a name, is about to take one hell of a trip mm -hmm. to rescue his kidnapped love in the city of the dam. His name doesn't appear to be Johnson, so what's a Johnsonopedia? Now, Johnsonopedia makes me think of a character named Johnson mm -hmm. or an inappropriate name or an inappropriate allusion to one genitalia. Well, the Johnson. You're going to play this game. We'll get back to it someday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, next up Panzer, Panzer Dragoon Orta. Okay. I've, it's, I've heard By about the Panzer Dragoon Orta. For series. the original Xbox. Yes. Don't uh, you hate that the Xbox, the current Xbox, is called Xbox, Xbox One? One? I hate it. I, I do like Xbox, but I yeah. hate the name. Other than the fact that I can call it the Xbox. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's is, worse is, than the Wii U, which is also pretty bad. Is the dumbest name since the Wii U? <laughs> I don't know about that. You see, you see. Okay, the Wii, Wii U is a. Is a <laughs> it's a terrible name. Yes, it is a terrible name. But it, at least it has some sort of. Of progression increase yeah. in something. So do you have Wii and you have Wii U, so you have some sort of indication it's that... It's terrible, though. Yes, but Xbox... We can both agree that the worst name so since the Wii U is the Xbox imagine, So imagine someone who doesn't know anything about Xbox, and you, you tell them, so there are just three mm -hmm. products called Xbox. Yep. Xbox One it's and annoying. Xbox 360. I have to say Put original them in, now. Put them in order. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't know. They say Xbox One, probably. Right? Yeah, or they would be confused. See, nowadays, back then, back then, you would say Xbox, and you would say 360. Now I have to say original Xbox. That's what I have. You have to, I mean, yeah, because otherwise, we well, I say Xbox, mm -hmm. but not everybody's going to say Xbox. But even if you don't say Xbox, you still we're, we're going to say Xbox, and people nowadays are going to think Xbox One. Uh huh. They're not going to think 360. Okay. Because so, the Xbox, uh, the original Xbox, wasn't as popular as the 360 came to be. Because the PS2 was the king of that generation. So this came from Most Wanted, like most of the games we got today. And, man, it's hardly the case. This was $15. Very good condition. Mm -hmm. Comes with the manual, which is pretty great. The uh, Dra Panzer Dragoon Saga, or Dragoon Games, which I've never played, came originally on the Sega Saturn. They are a, uh, I believe they're kind of like a rail shooter kind of game. And uh, supposedly have a great story. I've never played them. Dragon Panzer Dragoon Sagas... I believe, is for the Saturn, and it goes for a shit ton of money. Um, so I'll probably never have it. But well, I have Orta, which I thought, that's pretty cool, it's $15, I can afford that. And uh, I look forward to actually trying this one out. And, yeah, like I said, this is good condition. Black and white, unfortunately. You know, this is, this is around the time when developers started getting lazy with their manuals. <laughs> it's, it's sad, but I guess it saved them money. But yeah, great condition. Uh, covers a little, case a little grungy, but... Inside's great. So this is by Sega. Yeah. Yes, it is. Panzer Dragoon. I, I've heard. I've heard good things about them. about this series. Yeah, me too. That's why I was. That's why I was on my list. I was excited to uh, to get it. Mm -hmm. So I actually will bump that to the mid tier of my playing list. I've heard that the one on on the Dreamcast is pretty good. Yeah. So there was Panzer a Saturn, Dragoon. and then there was one on the Dreamcast. I don't remember which. I haven't done research on on it. Mm -hmm. So I haven't played them all. So I don't know, but. That I 14. don't know if that's the last one or not. It might be. No, I think there's one after that. All right. We have to check. So that's cool. So I don't have a lot of the Xbox original games. Mm -hmm. The Xbox O, um, Xbox Zero. <laughs> I don't have a lot of those games, and I, I have it. It's on my shelf with my my console. I never hooked it up. I bought it from Richard Used. Hopefully, it works. I'll find out someday when I'm re ready to hook it up. I never. If there were to be another Xbox. I think they, because they are so Weird. so good at naming their yeah. consoles, they will call it original Xbox. <laughs> so yeah. you have your Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. What about this? And original Xbox. Where That's gonna be the, the next. Are you ready Xbox? for this? Yeah. What about next box? Next box. Next next box 720. Okay. <laughs> so then you get everything. Next box will confuse no one for that generation. <laughs> then, then the following generation. 
it would be a little worse. Oh yeah. In, also, <laughs> talking about Nintendo, um, you think you would learn their lesson with the Wii U? You and they called the the new 3ds the new, new 3ds. 3DS. Okay, that's a little more forgiving because it's not that much different. It's like the like the Nintendo like the DS. Uh, what was it? DSi. Uh-huh. At least it's a little different, though. I suppose this is just new 3ds. What's that mean? Like, it's new. Uh, yeah, we just released it, but <laughs> doesn't tell it doesn't tell you anything about it. What would you call it? Uh, 3ds better. I don't know. 3ds <laughs> additional button. 3ds colored buttons. 3ds tracks your face. I don't know. Like, it's like I don't. I don't know what we would call it. But I know that uh, it is confusing and bad. Nintendo. Nintendo does what it wants always. With little regard to people, uh, opinions. That's why you can't send easy messages on Meverse. <laughs> they don't care. I want them to, and I'm hoping they'll learn. But they don't. They'll know. I do love Nintendo, though. Yeah, I, I love them. Next up, don't know a thing about this game. It's set now. I know it's done by Atari. Drag a dungeon for the Xbox Zero. Dungeons and Dragons Heroes. Four have been summoned, raised from the dead. Four heroes gather. Together they pledge to defeat an ancient and evil power. Pause there for a second. Do you think they gather in a tavern? Because every, you know, D&D campaign starts in a tavern. But Not my campaigns. The okay. one, one time I did one. So you do play D&D? I did. I don't really now, because I play mostly just play games, but I love D&D. So is that the main reason you were This piqued my interest. About, okay. Because I don't know if you I'm know... excited, but I, I'm interested. Uh -huh. It was. This is not a regret purchase, because, again, $5 for most wanted. Five dollars. It's hard to say no to five bucks to a game that looks mildly interesting. Mm -hmm. So I like the Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Megan, my lady love, likes games like Baldur's Gate, uh, Champions of Norath. Those are our top-down dungeon crawler, D and D-ish based games. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of similar to Diablo, I guess, in a way. So that that helped a little bit. And you know, Atari is pretty decent. Again, we got lucky today. Almost everything we got, manual inside. Mm -hmm. That's not always the case. That's rarely the case. Okay, this is my first game hunt, so... Yeah, so I, you, got a good, you got a good start. Now I have another appreci appreciation. Of it. Yeah, no, it's great. And again, this this we got lucky because this is in fairly good condition. The back needs a little cleaning, but it's not bad. Inside of the case, clean. It's not grungy like the outside of the case. No, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, Vanquish armies of horrific creatures as one to four distinct heroes. So you're going to have cleric, warrior, rogue, and, and mage. Those are distinct, and they are the archetypes of all those games. I guarantee you that those are the characters. So Dungeons and Dragons, mm -hmm. heroes, four heroes, one goal, <laughs> limitless danger. Let's see it for one second. So I asked that because I want to look at the date. 2003. Uh -huh. I think around this time, I'm not sure how many games Atari did for Dungeons and Dragons, but it was around this time, maybe a year or two after that, D Dungeons and Dragons Online came out. Done by Turbine, but published by Atari, I believe. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious. I want. I wonder uh, about this game. I wonder what its history. I know nothing about it. It's a mystery to me. I never heard of it. Uh, but like I was going to say earlier, I skipped the Xbox entirely. I thought it was stupid when I was a kid. I was PS2 and Nintendo only, and uh, I had this unreasonable bias towards the Xbox. I'd make fun of its gigantic controller. I would say things like, "You could drop an Xbox and it would kill a baby." You know, so but but <laughs> that is not even a joke. No, it's it's massive. You're right. It didn't kill a baby for real. It would kill a baby. It would kill a baby. A Wii would not kill a baby likely. If, I mean, if you drop the baby on the floor first and then the Wii fell on it, uh huh. I mean, the baby's probably in trouble already. But if the baby's just sitting there and an Xbox tipped on it, I'd be worried about the baby. Yes, I would too. Okay, so we we so we're we're definitely concerned about children near an Xbox, and we probably wouldn't. I think an Xbox is big is bigger than most babies. So would you recommend that Xboxes are never placed in the vicinity of a of an unwatched baby? You should probably watch your baby anyways, but you wouldn't let a baby sleep near an Xbox unguarded. I no. Would. That's no. something we can all learn. No. Last game from the very infamous Xbox Zero is Voodoo Vince. I saw this mentioned by Metal Jesus, who I admire. Metal Jesus Rocks. Metal Jesus Rocks. And he said it was pretty cool. And I like platforming games. I like like 3D platforming games. Again, instruction booklets inside. Mm -hmm. This one, however, is not in great condition. I might even be forced to turn on my Xbox Zero for the first time and see if it plays. Because this is kind of a little scratchy, but I think it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is a you know, 3D adventure platforming game. No pain, no gain, as it says. I wonder, it takes place in New Orleans, which is where 
you know, the whole voodoo, like, legends or, or uh, stereotypes come from. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is a culturally insensitive game. The art style, let me tell you, it's Strange. quite ugly. It's ugly, but it catches your eye. Mm. Perhaps in how ugly Not in a good way. I, I'm not turned off by it. Okay. Yeah. I've seen worse, I'm sure. Clay Fighters for this SNES was weird. Not necessarily good. So there's a... It is kind of ugly. Voodoo doll. Yeah. There's some sort of demon mm. boy. So, so we don't know anything about this game. Let's guess what this game is about based on the cover. We have... What is a voodoo doll, I guess. Uh-huh. I would guess it's a sort of platformer. Oh, it's totally a platformer. It's gotta be. So we have a voodoo doll being chased by what looks like a like a head with demon legs and appendages attached to it. Mm-hmm. So we could probably call, say it's a demon. And a fat alligator. Right. Who looks like he might be related to uh, K. Rule from uh, Donkey Kong. He, the, the, he has a lobster shirt on, too, I think. The New Orleans... Uh, yeah, so it's like his twice-removed cousin. Yeah. You know, he's always out after DK, and this guy's like, I'm not chasing a monkey. Yeah, and it seems like yeah. he's being... Is he well, helping, or, or did he get attacked by the demon? Or is he trying to stop the demon from getting to the voodoo doll? Look, we don't know. Well, the demon yep. bit the alligator's is he? butt, is he? or something is he? like that. Oh, it does, and it has, like, magic coming from his butt. Mm-hmm. Oh, no! We just missed a pivotal clue. Notice the, the, the pink there matches there, and he's pulling it from him. So, oh. he is the alligator, I guess. Or, no, the voodoo doll is linked to this alligator and the demon... Actually, I think that whatever the voodoo doll does to itself, it does to its enemies. I don't know how that works. I don't think that's how voodoo dolls work, even in the mythology. But if we look at this cover, we can <laughs> see that he has taken a pin and, and masochistically jabbed it up his own butt to hurt his enemies. Mm-hmm. He hurts himself to hurt others. While grinning. So he's, he's sick. Yes. His character is just in the, the, you know, he's a sick character. And he doesn't, he wants to hurt others. So maybe he's, maybe you play the antagonist. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's linked to all life and he's going around, he just loves it. This, this sicko is just getting into it. He's, he's jabbing himself. So, and, so know. voodoo, and, I, and I'm guessing the, <laughs> the doll is Vince. It's called Vince. He must be. It's voodoo oh, so Vince, he's right? voodoo but, Vince. But is it just a doll or is there a person who created voodoo Vince that is Vince? I don't know. We don't know, but we need to find out. Yeah. So that's, that's got to be played at some point. So we can tell the people who, We'll never listen to this, what this game's about. Because I want to know, kind of. So let, let, let's read the, <laughs> okay. the description. How do, you, how do you call this? This is the cover. This is the back, back cover? The back of it? Okay. The back side? I don't so know. it says, no pain, no gain. So right, again... There, there's a movie from from uh, okay. Michael Bay. Is that He has a movie like that. Something. Do you think that it's inspired from Voodoo Vince? Do you think he was... There's a stack of Xbox games. He flips it over. He's like, I'm going to make a movie about explosions. What should I call it? He sees No Pain, No Gain. And he's like, that's a movie title. I'm going to make it. And that he stole it. Then he says, Vince was just a voodoo doll in a French Quarter shop. Okay. Okay. So he's just a doll. So he's not an alligator. All right. Right, No, the alligator's the enemy. We figured that out. Okay. Yeah. But when his maker was kidnapped, he became a vengeful doll on a mission. So he was nothing... Mm-hmm. And somehow his his maker, so this guy makes this doll, mm-hmm. and he is so upset by the maker's abduction that he gains sentience. Yeah, like the threads just stretch and rage, and out comes a uh, a vengeful yeah, sentience. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's okay. intense. That's okay. a cutscene right. somewhere. I'm sure. Using voodoo powers, Vince must kick his own butt. So okay, masochism, man. This is yeah. sex. This so is we we weren't so so we we. we Took that cover and we uh-huh. figured a lot of the story out. Yes. So I guess you could say that cover's not as bad as you originally said. So it tells the story. This is using voodoo powers, he <laughs> must Vince must kick his own butt to beat his enemies. There you go. I told you. Yeah. That cover uh-huh. is a brilliant work of art. It tells yes. you the entire game. All you have to do is I don't know. two eyes. I don't know how brilliant of a work of art <laughs> art is, but as an artist, I don't think I could top that. There's enough um, clues. Yeah. So if he so. stands under a, a falling safe. Bad guys get flattened. <laughs> That's actually kind of clever. Stick a pitchfork in him, and his enemies are done. So think about it. The game, you, you games, you go out of your way to avoid harm. Almost every game, ninety-five percent of the games. Mm-hmm. In this game, you want to hurt yourself. So it's in, it's it's intriguing, right? You got to admit that's a little interesting. Don't you wonder a bit about the game mechanics right now? I am. I'm intrigued. There we go. I, I am intrigued. 
And I'm gonna say to close it up. Uh, we got two more things we should talk about quickly. I will yeah. do the, the less interesting one. First. No more games. Though. No more games. Uh, we got Dot Hack Infection, the official strategy guide. I just grabbed it because I wanted a guide. It was cheap. It was half off. I have this game. This is the only hack game I own. It was the first one that came out. It's worth about 70, 80 bucks. What's each? up with those games? Why are they I so, don't know. so they're expensive? rare. I don't know how great they are. I mean, they're pretty cool for its time. You play as a character trapped in an MMO. And uh, so the game is kind of meta. So you're playing as a character who's trapped in a game, but you still had. You would still go onto like the MMO interface. There'd be email and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, maybe it wasn't even trapped in the game. That was the him confusing the anime. Something weird's going on in the game. So you're playing a game within a game, essentially. That part is true. Uh, I never beat it, never got far, because I thought I'd wait until I got the rest of the games. I never did. Mm-hmm. I bought that, for, so a guy had all four of them. I was poor back then. I paid 20 bucks and got that one, thinking, I'll get the rest later. And I just never did. I was like, I don't want to send 60 bucks. I don't have any money. So now I regret that. I wish I got it. It had all four. But, uh, yeah, I have that now, and uh, now I have the guide for it. So if I ever play it, I love Battle of Gods. I just noticed that this guy right here looks a lot... Bills? Like Beerus? Like that guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she kind of does. Yeah, a little bit. It's like an Anubis-ish look. Mm-hmm. Anubai, Anubi look. A good find. I think so. And the last one is I just randomly grabbed a Nintendo Power. Now, we could do an entire episode on just this Nintendo Power. We could take this Nintendo Power and go through a page by page, which actually would be a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. maybe we should do that sometime. Pokemon Snap is here. such a unique, fun game. I think that in the future, we take this Nintendo Power yeah. and we just go through it and talk about it. All right. So we'll stop here by talking a little bit about Pokemon Snap because we both seem pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Snap, Wii U remake. Where is it at? Where is it? Where is it? Does Nintendo have a problem with money? Does it not like its fans? That's possible. But I, I'm pretty sure Nintendo likes money. Yet it doesn't, and, it, and, and, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, they want to sell more Wii U's. I've heard that, right? Is that true? I, I think so. Yeah, so Pokemon is is a, a little bit heard of. People have heard about Pokemon. I think they sell okay. So, some people have. Yeah, yeah I think so. So if they're going to take that Pokemon franchise to a game system with a built-in attachment camera thing, a camera basically, and to put this kind of risky franchise on it, and put on the system that's struggling, you think that they would do that, right? That's I don't know, not so, crazy. So, so Pokemon is that game with the little monsters, Yeah, right? there's like a couple of monsters, like maybe 50 monsters in the game or something. You catch uh-huh. them with a ball. <sighs> Talking about good uses of the gamepad for the Wii U, mm-hmm. you would think, well, a camera might be nice. Yeah. And they Fatal kinda frame. It, they kind of use it in, that's where I'm going. Yeah, okay. So yeah. you would think that a game that uses a camera, and I was mentioning that Pikmin 3 kind of does oh, this a little bit. you can use it like a, yeah. a touch screen. But using cameras in games is kind of stupid. In most right. cases. In most cases. But you have these two great games yep. that revolve around a camera. Yeah, your character has a camera, you use it as a camera, and it's not fun to use your control sticks to move a camera around. It's not as fun. In one of the games, it's kind of already developed, it's just kind of ported, and even if, if it's just a straight port with HD graphics, it will be amazing. It would still work well. And then you have this other game, which is, I think it has had like great reviews in Japan, right? Probably. I haven't read much of it what, what I can't is it? play it. Fatal Frame 4 oh, or something like that? Five, five. I believe. Uh, yeah, I think Famitsu gave it a good review, but I don't want to go on record. It looks like a great game. Mm. The game mechanics are completely compatible with GamePad. Yeah, absolutely. Yet, it's not here. No, it's not here to sell it to Wii U. Uh, Wii U I don't get it. Doesn't, Wii U doesn't even have a lot of games over here. That's a big... Well, even though, to, in all fairness, it has more games than the other two competitors right now. And better. I think that it's a better console in terms of the library right now. Mm. But it still needs more games. It's not selling like the rest. The other two games are crushing it. Two systems are crushing it. Mm-hmm. So you need all the games you can get. Fatal Frame's a horror game. It uses the controller the way they want it to be showcased. Yes. It stays in Japan. And it can't. it's not even that long a game. It's not like an RPG. So It's not like they can't... It wouldn't be... I mean, yeah, it costs money to translate, but, you know, I think they can spare it. So they keep that there, and then the second one, the game that they build around taking pictures of their one of their best franchises, sits unmade. Even mm-hmm. like you said, they could do a simple lazy uprising; it would still do well. You sell more amiibos, you make more money, you have a great game. You sell more Wii U's. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand Nintendo. I love Nintendo. It's my favorite. It is my favorite developer. I don't get what I don't get the things they do, or don't, or in this case, don't do. I don't get the things they don't do. I want, <laughs> yes, I want okay. a friends list that I can access on the Wii U. I want to be able to add my friends easily. I want to play Pokemon Snap. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's asking for too much. No, it is not. Well, there we go. Episode okay. one beta of Games Bubble. Games Bubble. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, we can stop. Um, that was really fun.